dear listeners. On this episode of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show, my brother Mason commits the most heinous act. This is not for the faint of heart. This episode is... Well... I'm, I'm just... I'm just looking out for you. This is gonna be crazy. Listener discretion is advised. We invent a sin, but I, I never prepared myself for this. You've been warned. And welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That there is my brother Mason. Make some monkey Williams. And that over there is my brother Luke. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle, Williams. Aha, uh-huh. that works out pretty well. Yeah, I made a monkey and then he's your uncle. Yeah. I made your uncle. I, yeah, wait. Which means presumably he's also my uncle. I made, I made our uncle. Wait, hang on, I'm lost. You didn't, you didn't, you did make me an uncle. You didn't make the monkey an uncle. No, I, I made a monkey. Yeah. You said I made a monkey. Yeah. And you, you, okay, no, you're, you're, I, I got you're I got the father the of that monkey. I'm the father of the monkey, so you're a monkey's uncle. Yeah, and I was thinking the other way that the monkey was the uncle, but no, you are the un- uncle of the monkey. I think you also fucked a monkey. I may have fucked a monkey, yes. We are inventors. We are. We invent monkey hybrid people. And that might be our sin right there. We're done. Okay. <laughs> we are going to invent a sin this week uh that that's a suggestion from amber uh because you know amber amber uh monkey's stepmother i guess i know i mean you, <laughs> you uh you're married yeah you you fucked a monkey i well i did well now hang on we might have actually stumbled onto something new here, because does it count as infidelity if it's bestiality? Well, well, like, what if I were to turn Amber into a monkey? Ah. Like, if I, if I have her step into my species transformation booth, she anamorphs into a monkey, still got the human brain, and we get it on, is that still bestiality? And moreover... If it's my wife's mind in a different body, is that infidelity? If you got her to turn into a monkey... I made her a monkey. And perhaps she didn't want to... Transforming someone into a monkey against their will should definitely be a sin. That seems like a sin. Now, the Animorphs, did they consent to becoming Animorphs, or did they just want to do it? Like, could some of them have been like... 
yeah, I could turn into a horse, but nah. Now let's let's be clear about what happened to the fucking animorphs, okay? It's, they it's are all, child it's all in your soldiers. Hands. It's all in your hands. What? It's it's all. It's all in my hands. It's all in your hands. The go, animorphs. Go go ahead. They're they're child soldiers. You were saying? Yeah, yeah. No, like aliens come down. They're like, hey, there's this intergalactic war. Rather than you know, deal with human civilization as equals rather than try to contact, oh, I don't know, the government or any sort of adult. I'm going to go after some nice impressionable kids. I'm going to forcibly recruit them onto our side. Boom. Now you have superpowers you can't understand. Wait, wait, wait. Now, uh, two things. One, I feel like there was intentionally... This was, you know, checking a lot of boxes for kids at the time because they, you know, wasn't it like a puberty allegory as well? But then, like, also kids reading stories about getting to turn into animals, like, obviously that's appealing. Um, But then also, also, wasn't there a part of the main plot that, like, adults weren't necessarily to be trusted because there were, like, some... Brainworms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, the bad guys are brainworms, but I mean, are you telling me that like literally every authority figure had a brainworm? Like from the the UN on down, like everybody? It is certainly easy to write it that way, even if it wasn't written that way. Like at that point, what are you even fighting for? It, I don't know. They seem like they're all fucked. Uh, it, it, they want to be animals so they can become sort of super spies to stop the brain. Worm people. So sinning, huh? How about it? Okay, so uh, specifically we're going in the model of the seven deadly sins, which I should specify that's a Roman Catholic tradition thing, not necessarily in the Bible. Jesus at no point said, here's the seven. So of those, was it not extrapolated from other verses, though? I mean... There were, uh, like, verses that said, don't be an asshole, don't do this, don't do that. But at no point did someone say, here are the seven. And you know what? There's seven cardinal virtues that go along with it. Uh, and those are definitely not anywhere in the Bible that I've seen. Okay, so what are those cardinal virtues, just so that we know what we're talking I'm about? I'm going to be honest, I would have to look them up. But I think we've got, like, temperance and prudence. And other, you know, like, girls' names from the 1800s. So, they are... Uh, what? Humility, okay, I know yeah, they do. they do balance against the, the sins. So, uh, humility against pride. Ki- right. Kindness against envy. That one's not as direct, I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't really feel that the opposite of envy is kindness, but okay abstinence against gluttony okay abstinence i guess in this case not meaning just abstaining from sex which is what the word usually means now but abstaining from just being a gluttonous a-hole all right chastity against lust that makes sense patience against anger 
okay, like not being a hothead. I yeah, get yeah. It. Well, okay. Now let's be let's be clear. Not anger, wrath. There's a difference. You're allowed right. to get angry where it's justified and you're doing it on purpose. That's just like a power source that you can use to do good. But like wrath is when you are angry and you don't. You're not supposed to be angry. Right. Uh, Azura had some. I remember that. Sure. Um, liberality against greed. Liberality? You don't want to go with generosity or like a word that people say in life? Huh. Liberality. I'm going to assume they mean generosity. I feel like that's a safe uh, synonym here. And diligence against sloth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. If we come up with an eighth sin, does that mean that necessarily we are also coming up with an opposing eighth virtue? Well, okay. What was Amber's original pitch? Was it a deadly sin? Uh, I, well, she just said, you know how there's seven deadly sins. Make another one. Huh. Well, now, do we want to go modern day with this? Like, do we want to say like, oh, it's a cyber sin? I'm not. I'm, I'm wanna... not. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the, our episode title is gonna have three characters after the you know season two episode whatever. So yeah. So so just sin. So sin. So. But I, I do think that whatever the sin is, like, necessarily, there is going to be something that is the opposite of that thing that will be the virtue. Sure. Um. Huh. It's wild to actually look at these and think about how we don't really practice actual awareness of them. You know? Well, like, I mean, we're, we're Protestant. Yeah, but we even, were raised Protestant. But even decide that, the concept of, like, diligence and sloth we would call the diligence like work ethic maybe and we would call the sloth laziness obviously but like well industry they used to call it industry okay or like the idle hands or a devil's plaything. so like don't just be a fucker like have plans and do things for your life i want to make sure that wherever we go with this it is it easily could be the eighth one that's at that same level and is wholly unique and not playing into any of these other ones. Well, I mean, it's kind of wild that there are some things that straight up should be on there and aren't like cruelty, like envy is not the opposite of kindness. Cruelty is. And they're like straight up isn't cruelty on there. Can I can I speak about cruelty for a second too? Sure. I think that cruelty is generally speaking a terrible terrible thing and certainly when we're talking about anything regarding animals like obviously that's just the worst shit. Sure. However, cruelty can be when used sparingly an effective method for uh, leading people to become more disciplined. Like, that's... Or for getting information out of them. Right. Well, I'm not talking about torturing people. I'm talking about, like, drill sergeants turn out better soldiers, and chefs that might have a bit of cruelty in them can turn out better cooks. So, like... 
I don't know where I live. And same thing with like coaches turn out better athletes if they can be pretty ruthless sometimes. Okay, like, so, well, like when I say cruelty, I mean delighting in someone else's suffering. Yeah, but that's not. I guess. I mean, does that mean that the asshole drill sergeant, chef, and coach that they are not doing it sadistically? Okay, I just I just want to say in deference to at least one friend I have who has worked as a drill sergeant and to the recently departed Arlie Ermey, uh, I recognize that drill sergeants are not all sadistic monsters as portrayed in Full Metal Jacket. Right, and not every chef is Gordon Ramsay. That, that's, yes. that's fair. I just wanted to speak to the fact that cruelty is sort of like an overly simplified term sometimes. Sure, like sure, okay. sometimes people think that if you get yelled at that it's someone's being cruel to you and it's like okay maybe but maybe you need to hear that thing and maybe it wasn't sinking in uh, like i it's circumstantial too yeah like know. like when i say cruelty i don't mean just causing pain to another person or being mean i'm talking about like causing mean for me being causing pain for pain's yeah, sake delighting in it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, and that that seems to be sadism um sadism yeah sadism yeah. And, and which is not necessarily born of wrath or like the your typical stereotypical sociopath who's like skinning a squirrel alive and giggling in his backyard yeah that's not necessarily wrath or i certainly wouldn't call it greed or envy or pride it's a different thing yeah R- wrath mean spiritedness wrath seems to me like it's like i see anger on you like this is exactly what you're saying too like anger i see on here but it feels like our new terms for the word anger is not necessarily a bad thing anger can in fact be quite useful wrath is when it gets sloppy in executing upon it yeah wrath is when you are uh subject to that desire right uh well i mean all of these uh, arguably are when you are subject to a desire like gluttony is when you are subject to your appetite greed is when you are subject to your desire for more stuff lust is where your desire for you know sexual satisfaction overrides your respect for the other person uh wrath is where your anger overrides like your sense of right and wrong or doing the right thing like all of these things can be good when you are in control of them. Like being angry, say for example, if you see an injustice taking place and then you get angry and that anger gives you the strength to right that wrong, like that's not bad. Same thing with, I would argue, lust. If you see someone that like, yes, you respect them and the two of you are in a loving reciprocal relationship, that feeling that you're having is good. By all means, follow it you know, uh, or gluttony, you know what, if you're on a, a diet, or you have a plan for your body, where you can indulge, by all means, go with that appetite, let that instinct guide you, yeah. all of these sins, quote unquote, are where you have an appetite that overrides what you should be doing. Right, so I guess these have become highlighted in the sense that this has to do with that just common theme of like without moderation, all of these mm-hmm. go too far into the uh, indulgent uh, side, and 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 they become 
you losing control of a facet. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I got that, and and that's it's interesting too because it's sort of speaking to the character of the person more than say murder. The act of murder is obviously a sin, but it's usually the byproduct of wrath or mm-hmm. or uh, I guess cruelty wasn't on here. Well, well, <laughs> now, now, hang on. I would argue that murder is not necessarily a sin. Murder is a crime when you kill someone in a way that is illegal, but there are cases where you kill someone illegally, but it might still be morally or ethically the right thing to do. That trolley problem. Right? Well, I mean, there there's plenty of uh, hypotheticals let's, that maybe, I can come maybe, up with. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe let's not, just in case any of us ever like runs for office, maybe let's not talk about when it's okay to kill someone. Uh, all right. Probably a good life choice. So, all right, sin. I'm just saying murder is a legal term, not necessarily a theological or moral term. Okay, so... In much the same way that sanity is a legal term and not a psychiatric diagnosis. I'm, the more we get into this, it's, it is it is interesting and fascinating. Like, this is, you know, the philosophy stuff that's worth having, like really cool cerebral conversations in class about I'm I'm into it but also I'm feeling like pop-up ads are a sin <laughs> like let's I don't know maybe we gotta go a little modern to keep some comedy in this shit uh, okay okay so here's a question is there an appetite that is unaddressed here is there some appetite that you have in your life where you can indulge it in moderation and it's okay but if you let it run your life that's bad like is there some instinct some drive that you possess that is not one of these seven. Well, I, I mean, now we're just sort of talking about anybody that gets so focused on a particular goal that that becomes their one-note character trait, right? Like, to to that one bro who's at the gym six days out of the week and all he does is talk about the gym and flexes in front of the mirror, yeah, that could be... Uh, which one is that now is that lust it's pride pri- it's pride it's definitely pride but i don't see Probably pride, pride. On- no pride is here yes yeah, sorry humility being the opposite so but, but more than that i would argue it's a form of gluttony like he is enjoying this thing too much and like yeah he's building up his body but if it's not to any particular end if it's not so that he can engage in an athletic competition or or a, a bodybuilding competition or whatever he's just doing it because he likes having a good body maybe dedicating yourself to that six hours a day is quite frankly kind of selfish well, like you could be doing other shit yeah and th- maybe that's another good way to approach this too like i think that anything that someone could get obsessed with if you're talking about time management like anybody could be doing any number of good things and we could be talking about what that means to whom. Yeah. No, we definitely don't want to have a structure where like, okay, we need to analyze what is the most charitable thing you could be doing. Okay. Doing anything other than that, you are inefficient and that is sinful. And this is go volunteer at the soup kitchen or else. Well, this is not too different from the, uh, the conversation being had at least presently as at uh, time of recording 
in your in your comic on forward comic yeah like what is good how do we determine what good is uh, i i mean to say forward and and then the website is forward comic i don't mean to call your comic forward comic i know it's not called forward comic but but i i picked a you know a preposition for a name so that's bound <laughs> to cause some issues yeah i got gotcha. you uh anyway um I don't know how we can innovate here, though, because I feel like people talk about this shit an awful lot more than we do. Well, I know that there are some people who have proposed, like, various, you know, additions to the Deadly Sins that are, like, based on the environment, like, being yeah. environmentally friendly or not. Yeah, that would be good. And that's, like, overall... Yes, we should all be that. We should be doing that thing. We should be fighting for uh, our planet. I wonder... I wonder if that can apply the same way. Because sins tend to be about... Like, all the other sins tend to be about the person. Or the person's relationship with other people. So, Mm -hmm. that seems to sort of... Like, talking about environmental awareness that seems to be on a much larger scale that is outside of one's personhood unless it actually has to do with the ethical decisions of like say your business uh how about like when you when you basically treat another person like a thing when you devalue i'm trying to come up with a a better snappier term for it uh, but basically, when you treat another human being like they're a cog. I want to say it's objectification, but it's not quite that. Objectification. Well, let's let's touch on that one for a second. Um, objectification is... Why is objectification bad? I think objectification is frequently bad if you are simply treating that person as that object if you view them solely as that object. And objectification happens, uh, say say we're talking about like a model, and we look at this picture of a model, and we say, man, those are some great parts on that model. I I would love to do things to those parts. And you completely deny who that person is and yet but, but now that i'm thinking about it you know what i i'm kind of not on board with it, my own idea here because if i had to treat every person as a person and interact with them on that kind of level it would take me like an extra hour to get through my day like anytime yeah. i'm passing somebody on the street or buying something at the checkout or whatever if i have to be like oh this isn't just an object who's like performing my transaction for me this is a person with hopes and dreams it's like no i can't take that into consideration or i'll never get out of the circle k and 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 that applies kind of to what i was saying too that like that model yeah that that's a person that has aspirations and it's you know it's 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 sorry that same cliche of like everybody in in it, every every woman exploited in porn is someone's uh, it's, or some not not woman 
any person in, in in porn is someone's some mother's child or some. Oh, like, I, ha- I fucking hate that. They're their own person. They don't have value simply as a relation to another person. Right, right. But yeah, right. you know what? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say same similar sort of thing. And like if if I had to engage with the checkout clerk every time, then it would make it more arduous for me to obtain my ruffles. And yeah. same thing with you know a model showing off like check out this is how i use you know the the egg chopper 2000 right and i have to stop and look at that person smiling and say that's more than just a smile this person is like no the purpose of the advertisement is to show the egg chopper 2000 yeah that that's exactly what i'm saying and if you if you see like say a clothes model and you're like well that's a person that i should care about it's like well how the fuck you gonna do that you don't know their name they're intentionally a personless form of a person. We put fucking mannequins and to do the same you job. Know, that person is photoshopped. Like that could be oh, one yeah. person's eyes and another person's hair. Like here you are trying to drum up empathy for some pixels or for some pigment on a page, and that might not correspond to a Homo sapiens. Yeah. Oh, and you boy. know what? I'm going to say when someone steps into a role where they are depersonalized in that way, when someone steps into a job where like I'm going to do a job and no, I'm not going to interact with you on a personal level, it it is actually worse for them when you try to react when you try to interact with them on a personal level and they don't want to be interacted with on that way like speaking as someone who has done customer service there have been plenty of cases where i'm just trying to do my job i'm trying to say here's a b c and d your bill is 69 420 and like someone is trying to interact with me on a personal level and i'm like buddy you're holding up the line fuck you like that's not what i actually want so you know what yeah, I'm 180 on this. There are plenty of cases where objectification is not only not a sin, but it is preferable. I I couldn't get this in at the time, but nice. Thank you. <laughs> you know what else is nice? What? Water. Water, that's not a sin. Uh, you're right, but we should probably... Maybe we could have Rick? a sip. I was the some? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's it's over there. Oh, sweet. Okay, let's go. Hey, uh, someone dropped a Cheerio here. Oh, that's not a Cheerio. N- no. No. Would you like to know what it is? No. I eat. I ate it. I ate uh. it. Hey, look! What's that over there? It's, it's. Uh, is it it's, another Cheerio? It's a, it's a donut. Oh wow! That that is and a, donut. a bagel together. And a be- And I, I ate both of them just now, as again as well. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm very hungry, and I eat unrealistically fast. So you you eat things that are Tauruses. Hmm. Things that are sort of ring-like in shape. Oh, what what a keen observation. Do you have some sort of tie-in to that? Uh, well, listeners, I, I'm not going to tell Luke about Hoop, the what? app. No, no, uh, nothing. I, I, hey, 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 look over there. It's a pizza that somebody's cut the middle out of. Oh, cool. Hey, that's a hey, cool-looking pizza. I might just serve this for a little while. 
listeners, mm. there's there's an app called Hoop, and it's really good. And I'm not going to tell Luke about it because he might eat it. Maybe I'll just lick the outside. Yeah, you should do that by all means. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is looking pretty. T- I'm just going to come over uh, here. This is looking l- pretty good. L- listeners, listeners, Hoop is a great social networking app, and you should download it and use it to to network socially with other people that you like is that, who aren't gonna is that garlic little herbs on the on the crust there pretty pretty fancy L- listeners listeners i i need you to download the hoop app what was that and uh i w- i was just saying that you're gonna poop happily after you've eaten this this pizza is gonna make me pretty good in the bowels i think i'm gonna eat this whole thing yeah, no, you need you need oh, the fiber. Man, just things that are hoop shaped. I just can't get enough of them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're really listeners, listeners. Quick, oh. get the app before Luke finds it and eats it. I might do that. What, what, I mean, I mean, wait, what? Uh, I broke, I broke the bit. Hey, get hoop. Hey, <laughs> this was a dumb bit to begin with. I'm glad it's broken. Yay! Hey, dear listeners, I bet you're wondering. What that big dramatic intro was about, you haven't heard anything too terrible yet, don't worry. It's still coming. A couple of quick things. I want to mention that uh, you can advertise with us if you'd want. Advertisecast.com slash 2493 or just shoot me an email. We can do an ad swap or something like that. Just want to mention we are still looking for your suggestions. Hey, you. Hey, you there listening. Yeah, you. You're thinking, oh, I had this one idea, but uh, no, I want to make sure I... You know, send a message when it's good and ready. No, we're re- we're ready. We'll we'll run with it. We'll run with it. Shoot us that email, h i g a i show at gmail dot com, or tweet at us at h i g a i show, and we might just go with your suggestion for an invention topic. I'm gonna keep this one short because there's not too much news. Mason has a comic called Forward at forwardcomic.com. He's also working on some books and some other great stuff. And you might want to consider his Patreon at Tailsteak. Look up Tailsteak. Also, just in general, he's funnier on Twitter than I am. So maybe follow him if you're not following him already. I am still working on some music. I just keep saying that to sort of push myself, a weekly reminder to myself that, hey, I should be sort of working on that all the time. Sometimes I am, sometimes not so much, but... uh, trying to kick my ass in that direction so i promise i will have something for you when i'm getting ready almost forgot to mention mason is doing a charity stream on the 15th that's coming up very soon there's going to be a lot of details about that very shortly definitely follow his twitter to keep up with uh what some of those details will be but also the game system is related to our next episode you'll hear more about that next week so stay tuned mason does something in this recording which just shaking me to my core uh but but you'll you'll hear it and we'll get back to that horror right after this ad hi i'm daniel Poole, and i'm quentin bongrats we are double issue a weekly fiction podcast so we got this superhero universe some weeks we write and read stories set in that world other weeks we have conversations digging into the lore and characters all weeks we have a good fun time Meet our cast of super characters like Amy Dangerous, Boulder Shark, Cup Hands, Aqualion, Moonglow, Broadband and Dial-Up, Adam Dangerous, Magic, John Morris, Mirror Master, Captain Havoc, Lady Luck, Lepsimia, Bison, Whis, Minotaur, Paladin, Born, Aster, Bellbinder, The Amazing Richard, Ichiball, Double Take, Hildy the Hunter, Dr. Drake, Split, Quake, Guardian Garth, Sparkplug, and many more. So join us every Thursday at doubleissue.show. 
or wherever podcasts are sold. Ah, that's uh, delicious water that exists. Hmm. Yeah, tasty. Yep. Okay, you know what, Luke? Yep. Uh, maybe we're going about this all wrong. Like, I was at, operating under the assumption that we were creating an eighth sin. But maybe we want to replace one of these seven. So I'm going to say, pick uh, of the seven deadlies here, which one would you be okay with dropping? I would say it would either be gluttony or sloth for me. No, 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 no. My instinct says to drop uh, greed, but that's the one that I feel like should most be on there because of how horrible greed has made uh, a lot of things. But lust seems like it's not as bad. Like, we are making, at least in a more progressive mindset, we have been making more allowances for acceptable forms of lust as of late. Are are you saying that we are more sexually progressive than the medieval Catholic Church? Uh, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, I think we are. Okay, so we bust out lust. It's gone, but we do need to replace it with a sin that is still, I I think, should still govern uh, relationships between people and would cover some of the misbehavior that lust would still, you know, cover now. But we want to have a better sin in place of lust. Well, here's here's what I would say towards that. Um. First of all, the opposite of it is chastity. Now, let's speak towards chastity as a virtue. I don't necessarily see it as a virtue as much as a choice. Like, mm-hmm. if someone chooses to be more uh, moderate with their uh, with their dress or with their sexual choices or anything in that vein, that is totally up to them. It's totally mm-hmm. fine. Uh, I don't think you can overdo it with chastity unless you become like sex phobic, which I'm sure there's a better word for. Yeah, no, um, no. I, I know what you mean. It's like there's a, a part where you get to zero and zero's fine. But when you get into the negative, then you have like the opposite problem where even if you're not meaning to, you're kind of shaming other people. Right, right. And then... Uh, the negatives attached to lust mostly, I think, are attributed to if it interrupts, like, if your if your desires in lust make it so that you are um, too uninhibited. Mm. Like, if you do things that you regret, if you uh pursue things that uh you know you, if you if you get if you lose track of uh of where your actual moral compass is temporarily i i agree with that 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 could potentially be uh uh bad i feel like calling it a sin is still difficult for me now i feel it's more possibly unproductive for your relationships or something like that. Okay, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay. You like jerking off? 
Oh, uh -huh. yeah. You know what? I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's some good shit. Yep. Real good. Okay. Love so, jerking off is good. Yep. And we want some something that addresses perhaps human sexuality, human sensuality. Yep. That allows for that. But like also says specifically don't be like a Louis CK and jerk off in front of people who don't want to watch you jerk off. Right, right, right. So in terms of that, okay, this also seems to be, and this is difficult because this gets into some like uh, gender stuff, but that seems to be very much a thing that is more prevalent with terrible men. And granted, granted, and that's a societal thing I'm commenting on. You don't tend to have boob and or vagina owners, okay, whipping them out to the same extent that you hear about uh penis owners whipping their penises out, which is not to say it doesn't happen, not to say it doesn't happen, not to say it isn't possible. It is definitely possible for anybody with sexual impulses to misdirect them at those not consenting sure. or uh, that shouldn't be pursued. However, um, it still is very much a majority on the uh, uh, penis owner side, right? Sure. And be because of that, I feel like we might not be talking about the same kind of sin. And even though it's an oversimplification to just say lust with a broad stroke here, um. Yeah, I feel like the people that might be tempted to expose themselves, it's going to fall pretty heavily on one side of this. Is that fair to um, say? Okay, can we just like maybe rebrand lust to sexual misbehavior and move on? Um. Well, sure, but then if we've if we've reslotted lust with sexual misbehavior, is that the invention? Like. No, 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 no. I, I, uh, as I've been talking, uh, I have got an idea for, uh, for oh. an eighth thing. And okay. the thing is, is I'm going backwards on this. Oh, interesting. I, I was thinking, okay, let's say I want to start from the virtue. Okay. And I was thinking, okay, so what is a modern virtue? What are the teens into these days? <laughs> and I'm going to hit you with, well, I want to say one word, but it's really two words that are typically hyphenated. Because okay. this is what the teens are into. Self-care. Huh. You, know, you always get those things like, hey, remember to drink water. Like we do every episode. Or like, hey, remember to rest your eyes from the screen. Take a deep breath. Now, to be clear, this is something that I is a pet peeve of mine is when people use self-care, I'm making air quotes, as an excuse to be like a... A, a lazy piece of shit and right. be like oh yeah i'm i'm lying in bed until two in the morning watching netflix but you know it's it's self-care it's like no that's that's actually going to make you feel worse that's yeah indulging right. is not the same thing as self-care that i don't care how little how much it reduces your stress but like effective self-care taking care of yourself is i think an important virtue uh, self-care, self-maintenance. 
which would mean it would follow that the corresponding sin would be self-destruction. Interesting. I think you actually hit the nail on the head there. Uh, there was another one just as you were talking there that came to mind, but uh, hit me, hit me. Just because you were talking about what the kids are up to these days, um, and I thought of, uh, I guess the old time words to each other. No, no, no. It would be like, um, obedience and dissent. I guess. Ah. Where yeah, like, no, see, that's that's a thing, right? Because very often these sort of religious patriarchal power structures like organized religion will try and paint obedience as a virtue. But now we're seeing a lot of people are are heroes who are, you know, standing up and dissenting and saying, no, I'm I'm opposing this patriarchal power structure. And they're clearly the virtuous side. Hmm. And it's not, it's not necessarily just the patriarchy part of it too. Like it's it's also sure. it's all these things that are, are worthy of rebellion and and protest. Uh, sure. And that's fascinating to see because that's like you you you're, you nailed it. That like the the modern definition it doesn't suit to use the former definition from. Uh, from the you know Roman Catholic cardinal virtues and sins because uh, as cardinal virtues deadly sins um, mm-hmm. because shit's just getting more complicated. It's not even that it's more complicated; it's that we're understanding its complications better. Okay, okay, I got one for you. Sin, yeah, yeah. inertia, the just apathy towards the world. We're going in this direction. I might as well go with it. Uh, uh, the virtuous opposite is pushing against the current, like striving to to make the world a better place in spite of itself. Wow. How did we have nothing and then get three in a row that were good? Uh, we're, we're very good at... Well, I'm going to chalk it up to hydration. Self-care, <laughs> right? You get Man, that water. What's in the water. You get that water, son? Come on. Okay, so it's self-care, self-destruct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Obedience and descent. Mm-hmm. And that last one was uh but what was it again? Uh like inertia or apathy, I guess, which is different from sloth, right? Because right. sloth is just being lazy, apathy is going along with whatever. Right, but is in this case is the opposite not diligence? The opposite of apathy here for as you're describing it? Yeah, I guess it's more a new spin on an old favorite. So it's like in much the same way that we have, you know, fixed lust a little bit. I think this is fixing sloth because you know what? There are times where you need to rest. So uh so yeah, like instead swapping out sloth for apathy, which is a more nuanced view. Yeah, but there's diligence. Well, I'm just thinking if if diligence can be updated too to like being active or aware. Like what? What's dil? I like the word diligence a lot. It's diligence good. is good. Yeah, but it, it it also sort of it 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 makes you sound like oh you have to you know meet your quota of units like which is not yeah. what we're going for here. Yeah, this is. 
uh, like awareness seems like the right word. Uh, motivation. Having having a plan and seeing it through, looking at the world and saying, there is something here that I must fix. Motivation. Now, uh, here's another thing, too. Obedience and dissent isn't really framed the same way here, right? Because, again, like we were talking about how, you know, obedience is framed by power structures as being a virtue, but dissent is not necessarily always the right answer either. That's yeah, the one yeah. That's this is like, this is one of those cases where, depending on context, obedience is sometimes the right thing to do, and in other cases, dissent is the right thing to do. So I don't think that either one of those is necessarily a sin. Yeah, and and to a similar extent, I feel like uh, chastity and and uh, lust. What's what was the new word for lust? Chastity, uh, sexual and... misadventure. <laughs> chastity and the bad sex yeah uh, good, good sex bad sex good sex bad sex no well here's the thing the ch- chastity could be framed as like conservatism or conservatism conservative conservatism why is that word tripping me up conversationalism conversationalism or liberalism you know like it can be sort of framed as uh, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Um, this is hard. Yeah. This is this is so conceptual. So anyway, obedience and dissent, self-care, self-destruct. Like you never really want to self-destruct. Well, I mean, sometimes you do. When? Give me an example. Uh, bacon. So sometimes you indulge in something that's like what 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 was that? Yeah, was... no, you might want to you might want to cut that that was audio. That, was out. that a big fart? <laughs> well, I tried to hold it for as long as I could, but that just made it worse. Was that a big? Sorry. Was that a big fart? It might have been. All right, well, I've got some great remix material later. (laughs) Okay. I swear I tried to hold it, but I just couldn't. It's fine. It's fine. I can't Um, make it an hour. uh, Honestly, I I feel like we're getting close to being done because those three could make for a good verdict. And I don't know how to make this any funnier right now. Uh, okay, well, I mean, uh, the verdict is typically a Twitter poll. Twitter poll allows for four options. So we've got three that are kind of okay. We need a fourth one that's a joke option. Okay. We and we, we need to phrase each of these as, like, noun slash noun. So whatever whatever this is, we need it to be just... Simple noun slash noun. But then everyone's going to pick the joke answer. Not if we make it something sufficiently dumb. Dude, long frog one. Yeah, but long frog is awesome. It's an otter, but it's an amphibian. I, I feel like, honestly, I feel like I do need to sketch out long frog because my picture of long frog is is just 
Like, I imagine the mouth goes back to, like, three quarters through the body. Jesus Christ, no! <laughs> That's not a long frog. That's not what a long frog is. When I was pitching the long frog, I said, you get an otter, and I'm thinking river otter, not a sea otter, and then you just swap it from mammal to amphibian. Uh, yeah. That makes a little more sense. We're not talking about the long frog. We're talking about the long frog is a sin. Okay, maybe long on. frog is the fourth option hang again. On. If 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 God made nature tampering in God's domain, is that a sin? Is genetic engineering a sin? Uh, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be either. But I mean, we're talking about Catholicism. I, I guess. want progress. Okay. Uh, well then, progress is a virtue, and not progress, um, okay, okay, you know how they say, uh, I am rubber, you are glue, what do you say bounces off me, sticks to you? Yeah. Uh, rubber's a virtue, glue's a sin. <laughs> no. Okay, ga mean... gas, gas is a virtue and brakes are a sin. <laughs> No, Gra gas is a virtue, liquid is a sin, solids is eh. heresy. So solids are in between. Solids Actually, hang on. There's a there's solids a are purgatory. There's a thought. Hang on. What? Why isn't heresy on that list? Um, you know, it's not as poetic. Heresy and blasphemy. Why are they not on that list with the corresponding virtue of orthodoxy? What? How is it that heresy and blasphemy are not on this list? I mean, I don't think in the movie Seven, I don't think someone was going to go after like Dawkins and Gervais. Well, I mean, maybe they should have. Yeah, fair. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. I like, uh, I like sin. I shouldn't like sin. Is that what we're talking about? No. What are we talking about? We need a fourth option that's a joke option. Okay. Uh, bad joke, good joke. Telling bad, bad jokes is oh. bad. Sure, we'll go with that. Bad joke, the sin of a bad... Oh, let's just go, like, puns. Hold on, I've got, I've got it. I've got it. Because nothing is quite as good or as bad as a pun we could have. Here's the, here's the verdict to come. Okay. We could have self-care slash self-destruct. Obedience I like slash dissent. Eh. Apathy slash motivation. Yep. Puns. And no slash? Exactly. Okay. Okay, I'll allow it. Okay, I think we're good. Puns is half the word sins. Is 50% sinning. We got the NS on the end, so it is... Yeah. ...that you are correct. So... There's no need to clarify the good and the bad. It's all it's all there. Sure. All right. So if you're if you're someone who who sins a lot by making puns, are you a punter? Yes. Did I just pun? 
No. Ah, oh, I'm so punful right now. Seven deadly puns. Let's end this fucking show. Okay, all right. All I'm right. not just talking about this episode. Let's fucking... All right, no. So that's our, that's our verdict. Self-care, self-destruct. Obedience slash descent. Apathy slash motivation. I like that one. And puns. I'm I'm thinking we've done some good work here today. Yeah, you know what? There's some good stuff in there somewhere. So bring this episode to your like, uh, your like ethics class. Sure. And share it. Uh, anyway, that's a virtuous um, thing to do. My uh, we have suggestion could, for uh, for our next show. Uh, I do. I just want to mention too that we are taking suggestions. We are. You can find that exact same Twitter poll and uh, you know tweet at us a suggestion at HIGAI show. Also email at sorry not at yet. First it's HIGAI show HIGAI show then at then Gmail then dot com. That's how email addresses work. Yeah. So our next suggestion is going to come to us again from Ryan. We're back. Thank to you, Ryan. Of, uh, his suggestions. We love you, Ryan. Uh, th- thanks for Sin and Burger, Amber. Both of those were good. Uh, but for Ryan, he's given us Useless Gadget. It specifically has to be useless? It says Useless Gadget. Now that's going to be tough, because even things that, like a fidget spinner that you think are useless, you know, can form some sort of use, like arguably fidgeting is a useful thing, so... This is going to be tough to thread that needle. Yep. And you can look forward to that next week. Yes. And until next week, dear listeners, uh, just, just, come on, people. Just, (laughs) all you need to do, all you need to do in life, thumbs up, monorail like plan. Good night, everybody. Good night. (laughs) Good night.